Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello. Eva, I've got some really good news. Where have you been, by the way? Well, I'm looking for you. well I've, just, uh, I've just been to the door uh, to get a parcel. We had a delivery, but... Do you know I was really bothered about my mum's vacuum cleaner? Do you mean that vacuum cleaner that's been collecting dust? Boom, boom. We're the Speakmans, married couple, life change therapists, authors and TV therapists. You've probably noticed by now that Nick's a fan of a dad joke too. I'm a dad after all. Come on, give us a break. Uh, Anyway, we help people conquer anxiety disorders like phobias, OCDs, panic attacks and eating disorders. By hearing what other people have overcome and our approach and a bit of clever theory too, our hope is that you'll be able to make a change in your life. Make yourself comfortable. This is Making the Change. No, that's not fun. Don't, look, don't try and get onto my jokes, right? You can't. Look, you just, you, know, you always ruin the punchline. But anyway, no, so, do you know what? I don't even know how long it is since my mum passed away now. And uh, when I cleared all that stuff from, from the garage and I had my mum's vacuum cleaner and it, and it was nearly new and, you know, it's not as good as the one that we had because obviously things have... Uh, moving on in the vacuum cleaner world and I wanted someone to have it but and I said to you when we put it out with the dustbins I'll put a note on saying you this did. vacuum cleaner's fine you know please don't throw it away someone take it away and you said well no one's going to do that anyway this is the good news right <laughs> God, so no no so, so the guy that's just delivered the parcel yeah said to me said uh, by the way that vacuum cleaner he said is it all right I said all right it's nearly new he said think I could have it I said, I said, is it going to go to a good home? And he said, yes, I'll look after it. And I said, well, it's yours then. Aww. Isn't that good? Yeah. That, is a, that is a double whammy. Or yeah. even a triple. We've got rid of a, a dust-collecting hoover, and I still think that was quite funny. No, it wasn't. Um, it wasn't as funny as that time when you said when you told me to do some vacuuming, uh, and I put those boxing gloves on. Do you remember? And he said, no. what the hell are you doing vacuuming with boxing gloves on? And, and, and I said, uh, yeah, I said, just call me Dyson Fury. I'm Honestly, you really <laughs> yeah. need to practice you know, those jokes. They right. are shocking. Honestly, really painful. Um, however, I'm, I'm sort of pleased that you're talking about about getting rid of emotional attachments. Well, yeah, that, yeah. It's it's funny because I mean I've talked about the vacuum cleaner. I've got a full room of my mum's stuff, and and I feel like I can't throw it away because it's my mum's, but. It's not my mum's, is it? It's just like, you know, it's just stuff. Yeah, because your mum's But we get emotionally it. attached to things, we do. don't we? And, we and, and the thing is, is that you will, you know, your mum will be with you no matter where you go, no matter what you're doing. That you don't, it doesn't know, matter what you've day. got around you, she will always be a part of you, 24-7. So I totally get that. But um, what that's what that's really, I'm, I'm sort of pleased you brought that up, was obviously well, what about, you say? well, clutter, really. I mean, we kind of said that we're going to declutter 
And you know my philosophy, you know, cluttered home, cluttered car, cluttered workspace, cluttered mind, without a doubt, you know, you know yourself that if you remove clutter, what a liberating feeling that is. It's almost totally. like you get a cleanse. Um, and the thing is, is that we, we, we all feel that. We all feel that, oh gosh, that's such an achievement and it just feels so much lighter when we get rid of physical clutter. But we forget about emotional clutter. And pretty much all of us, without exception, we carry emotional clutter around with us. And I guess that's supposed that's what we do, isn't it? We help people to... Have a clear out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. the thing is, like we said, like, you know, memories. Memories will be with you forever, uh, good memories, and some bad as well. But you can work on making bad memories better and obviously cultivating uh, good memories. Because I think what we all forget is that happiness and, and whatever we practice, is it, it's almost like doing a bicep curl with a weight. The more times you do it, the more defined that muscle becomes. So... And sort of going back to happiness, we, we have to practice it as we've all, you know, we're always saying about gratitude and things yeah. and practicing it. However, going back to the emotional clutter, I think that's really important because a lot of our issues, whatever they are, a lot of our anxieties, a lot of these symptoms that people present to us. So whether that's a phobia, OCD, PTSD, panic attacks, anxiety, stress, worry, overeating, undereating, anger issues, jealousy, lack of confidence, low self-esteem, all those things are a symptom of carrying clutter. Then what happens is that we also start to self-medicate. So if we're carrying that, that clutter... That clutter being uh, negative thoughts and beliefs. Well, yeah, yeah. And negative, yeah. And negative things that have happened to us. But yeah. when we carry them, we then have to try and cope with that and, and create coping mechanisms. And for some people, that might be never leaving the home and they become agoraphobic because of it. For other people, it might be that they have to clean things because of their OCD. But we all have these sort of... It's funny you should say about self-medicating because one of the biggest things that people self-medicate with that they don't think of is food. And that is exactly right because... Obviously, food is so easily accessible. So one of the biggest self-medication that we utilise is food. And I think that the biggest component to a lot of people's problems around food, particularly overeating, obviously we're talking about more so here, is emotional eating. Emotional eating is often the go-to to raise our spirits and, and sort of going back to that removing that emotional clutter and looking for ways to discover you know am I an emotional eater and I think what, what when we've done it ourselves haven't we with the food diary of course I, th- I think do you know what I think most people are emotional eaters but one thing that that always surprises me is how people put weight on because they've had some issues they're emotionally uh, some emotions that they've they've struggled with and they've turned to food and then they go on a diet and the diets don't work because they've not solved the reason why they put the weight on in the first place. Yeah, but then they beat themselves up because they believe that they're actually a failure or they don't have any willpower. And what they don't realise is that they are emotional eating because they're trying to self-medicate against a past pain, a past and, and the problem is, and then when you put weight on and then you try and go on a diet, 
you know, suddenly you've been eating in a certain way for many years and then the diet is entirely different foods. No one can make that transition. If you had a hundred foods that you had over a month and then suddenly you're going to diet and, and out of those hundred foods, there's only 20 the same. So you're missing 80 of them that you would normally eat. It's doomed to failure straight away because you just can't make that transition. But, but, the best way to lose weight, as we know, is, is to find alternatives to what you already like. Yeah, but equally... I think that what what makes me really sad, and it really well, does, is where people become judgmental of somebody who might be overweight or people might sort of feel that they're a failure because they're overweight or they'll feel really bad about themselves. And, and, and the truth is, I don't believe that there is many people on this planet that choose to be overweight, choose to be unhealthy. For me, it's a definite symptom it's a definite symptom of a past pain and you know yourself I mean when we've sat in clinic how many people have we sat with and we've seen all these various issues that then lead to to overeating I mean one of the biggest ones probably bullying you know yeah and I've got to say that was me you know I, I was bullied at school and as a consequence of that I ate bad food to number one make myself feel a little bit better because obviously we are you know junk foods actually help to release well the interesting thing you got bullied and got called fat and that drove you to eating more yeah even though you weren't fat anyway No, because i was self-sabotaging it's almost like that okay yeah i I am fat so but because that hurt because being bullied hurt i ate more to to try and make myself feel better because obviously like i say junk food particularly helps to release sort of these feel-good endorphins feel-good hormones that kind of compensate for that feeling of of sadness and that loneliness that you know when you're walking around the playground on your own and I've got to be honest and probably I've never ever mentioned this to you but I know for definite that we used to have an ice cream van in our playground and because I felt very lonely and because I was a little bit of a loner because I'd been bullied I thought if I bought treats for other children that they would then then play with me, which is actually that did happen. And how old were you at this point? So that will have been I'll have been like eleven or twelve, okay. so starting senior school. But do you remember the lady that we worked with? And I'm going back quite a few years here in clinic, and she said that she'd tried so many different diets, so many different approaches. She'd even become a nutritionist to try and help her to lose weight. And yet, all these efforts were just, she just couldn't maintain it. And then, when she did hit her desired weight, she suddenly went into panic, didn't know why, and then put all the weight back on and more besides. And I think that what was quite amazing about her story is that she never, ever, despite all the courses she'd done, despite all the diets she'd tried, despite all the groups she attended, no one ever said to her, hang on a second but why do you overeat? And and what we actually discovered in clinic, and, and obviously the, our go-to is always, give us a timeline, tell us about your life, let us look for all those little clues that can lead us to find what it is that is causing you to self-medicate with food. What is it that's causing you to feel anxious, to not feel good enough, to hide away from the world or even hide away from being your own you, your own very best friend, which is what you should be. You know, there's only you that's with you 24 hours a day, seven days a week and for the rest of your life. And that person should be your best friend because that person is you. And if you remember with this lady, for her, we discovered both looking through a timeline and, and talking through with her, that for her being big equals safe. 
because she'd been abused and she'd been bullied. And as a child, she looked around her and saw that the, the kids nobody messed with were the big kids. And so to her, putting weight on meant that she could, she was bigger, she could fight off the perpetrators. And that then gave her freedom and it worked. And I remember it's really interesting because she, when she had all this new knowledge, that she managed to lose weight, but all the time she lost, when she lost weight... Oh, previously, yeah. Yeah, yeah then she started binge eating because well, ultimately yeah. she, she's going, oh, I look great, look at me, I'm losing all this weight, I feel great. But her head's going, you're not safe, you're not safe. So she's got this internal battle. But she doesn't realise that. Which is and why that, she started binging. And that's yeah. what people don't realise, that it's an unconscious response. It's not, and this is why I say it makes me really sad that people can look at people that are overweight and think negatively of them. And it frustrates me, it makes me sad because I always, if, if ever I hear anybody saying anything unkind about someone who's overweight, my instant think, my instant thought rather is, but you don't know, you don't know what pain they've got and what that food puts a plaster on to help them be able to get through each and day. And the interesting thing, Eva, is that, and I suppose most people would never consider that they're overweight based upon protection. Yeah. Because it's just so far removed. Exactly. Put, yeah. and, and, and that's a, a great point because, yeah, we you know, protection is, I mean, we know the brain isn't designed to make us happy. Our, survival. It's all about survival. It's all about keeping you safe. And as, and the other thing that we, we can't lose sight of is that even a negative, destructive behaviour has got a positive intent. So no matter what we do, we're always looking to feel good, to feel better, aren't we? So with this lady that I'm talking about, she didn't want to be overweight. She didn't want to be unhealthy. She didn't want to be big. But the overriding positive intent was safety and protection. And I think another really good example of that that's kind of similar in that that this person needed to be big to protect themselves, but this protection was because they didn't want to disclose their sexuality. We've come across this Many in clinic, not just once. I mean, this is unbelievably common where somebody perhaps is gay and um, they don't want to admit that to the parents. And so to protect themselves from falling in love with somebody and having to cross that bridge, having to admit uh, to their parent, perhaps, which has always been the case in our clinic, that they're gay, they overeat to make themselves be unattractive so that they don't have to sort of face that. And also they overeat because another emotional issue that leads to overeating is, is feeling that you need to be loved. Uh, and that's why a lot of people, when they've got, I mean, you, you see it, don't you, on American sitcoms uh, where, for example, you know, they've, they've had the heart broken and they go for the, the huge tub of ice cream and, and they yeah. sit there eating the big tub of ice cream, you know, because it is, it's that kind of plaster that let me just sort of feel a little bit better. And, and I think that we can't underestimate the power of those endorphins that are re- released when we eat certain foods. When we eat generally, but obviously so. Have you got an itchy nose, Eva? Do you know what? I really have, and I can't stop scratching it, so I'm going to scratch it now. So there you go. Go on. You, you go. Take a break. Scratch your nose. <laughs> yeah, I know. Do, you know, really do, you know do you know what's also sad? And, and, and may, I don't know if this is, you know, maybe I'm being a bit controversial here, but... Oh, please. Uh, and, no, but, you know, I've heard so many people say, look, I'm happy being big. I don't think anyone's happy being overweight. And what, what saddens me is people say that because... In their mind, they've tried everything to lose the weight. They can't lose the weight, so they just settle and say, yeah, I'm, I'm happy. But, you know, no one's happy being, you know, living in an unhealthy body. And I think if you're overweight, you're unhealthy. And it's not just, it's what other, how other people treat you. It's also sort of going through everyday life, you know, whether that's 
sitting in an aircraft in, a, in, in an aeroplane You didn't call an ambulance, did you, for your itchy nose? I didn't know. Okay, <laughs> I can right, hear it. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Oh. No, no, it's, it's just really interesting how, how we use food in so many different ways emotionally. And, you know, obviously upset about heartbreak and then you've got grief as well. Um, and that makes me really sad. I know that we've, we've, we've spoken to some people who never had an issue around weight and then a loved one or a partner has passed away. Yeah. And whilst they were nursing them or because of the fact that they passed away, to fill that void, they start to emotionally eat. Um, and the thing is, I mean, the, the, the way forward with all these emotional triggers is to find them and resolve them. I find it really sad that the amount of people that we've speaking to, spoken to over the years who have got no, make no connection between why they put the weight on in the first place. And I know I keep going on about this and I always go on about this, but nobody's born overweight and there's always a catalyst. And yet, because we live in this world of symptoms, don't we? Mm. It's like I put weight on, right? So I'll go on a diet as opposed to right now, the, the weight gain is a symptom. What was the cause? And and I, people don't don't see that. Having said that, I don't know if I shared with you either that we got that... Um, See, I'm getting as bad as you now, aren't I? Do you remember? It's, it's like, I can tell you something. And then, honestly, I can tell you something. Either you won't believe this. And then an hour or two later, <laughs> you'll come into the room and say, Nick, let me tell you something. I'll go, that's what I told you an hour ago. I do that all the time. The kids all, are, all the, the time. Kids but always... I know, well, I'm just thinking I'm getting as bad. Because it was actually, uh, it was on a Facebook Live that we did, that someone said that since reading our book, 
winning a weight loss, which is now, it's been out six months, they've lost five stone. Wow. Yeah, I do remember. Do you remember? Alive. Right, so which is what, £70 in, in in that amount of time. I'm thinking it was an email, but but obviously you saw it, didn't you? It was on the Facebook about... lab, and what, what they were saying was that they were really, they couldn't believe that they'd never considered... Why they put the weight on in the first place. Why they put the weight on in the first place. And there is always... Cause, I mean, the other one is reward, isn't there? Because, you know, when you're little and... Well, well, that's in a twofold thing because clear your plate and then you'll get something sweet afterwards. Yeah. Right, so one, you, you're eating food that may, you know, on that plate that you might have only eaten three quarters But of then it. that creates a schema, doesn't it, into this kind of mode... We kind of have this thought process of you've got to eat everything on your plate. But we've got a simple solution to that, don't Just we? Just get smaller plates. Smaller plates. Yeah, smaller plates, I know. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I've always said that. I've got, we've got our big plates and our smaller plates, haven't we, that yeah. we kind of use. When it's a healthier meal, I always put it on yeah, the we, it's Weekends, it's a bigger plate. But when weekends, if it, whatever. Yeah, but during the week, plate, it's smaller plates. But the thing is, once you're full, you're full, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. But yeah, so you're saying about twofold. You've got the. Which is another problem. Eating your meal whilst you're watching TV. Oh, the worst. The worst. Because you're not thinking about what you're eating. So then you don't actually feel fully satisfied because you're not actually enjoying every mouthful. And you tend to overeat because you're kind of distracting your brain to be able to say, oi, 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 I'm full, yeah. I'm full, hey, yeah. <laughs> stop, whoa. But we don't listen, do we? But that's how you actually you know that you're emotional eating is when you're full, but you're still eating or you're not really hungry, which is why keeping a diary, I think, is, is the key. It's, it's a key, yeah. Even if you only keep that diary for two weeks, three weeks max, what that will give you is a really good framework to understand your way of eating. So, you know, you're not, that, that, that isn't there for judgment. It literally is, right, let's, let's see what I'm eating, when I'm eating and what am I feeling. That's the important thing. You've got to write down what am I feeling because I, I noticed that for me when I wanted to start healthy eating I wanted to understand how I was eating. I know, I mean, I'm going back, what, probably to over 20 years ago when we did this and, and wrote down... Why was I eating? Was it because I was hungry or was it something else? And if it was something else, what was I feeling? What and was I thinking? quite often at specific times of the day Compl- that you tend to think. Which is why the food diary should also, um, you should also put on time it. on it. Because it's like, how how can you fix something if you don't actually understand it yourself? And I, and I always say this and I always explain to people that when people say, well, how, how does your therapy work? And I, I sort of always have, sort of say, well... If you ever watch the programme CSI, I'm guessing we're kind of, that's what we do because the first part of what we do is to really understand and unravel and unpick your life and understand your, your patterns and things that have happened because the fix is, is, is in understanding the past. So the food diary gives you a great indication of number one, what you're eating, when you're eating and why you're eating and then then you've got a pattern and then once you know your pattern you know what needs to be fixed and like you said I think habitually we might eat more in the evenings because we're not as distracted then because you know yourself in the day I mean how many times do we go into work and then we we go home starving and then something happens and we forget I can't tell you and honestly I've been so hungry sometimes and I've gone right I'll go and get something to eat and then I've taken a phone call and literally two hours later, I thought, did I have anything to eat? And I can't remember. No, I didn't. So, so I wasn't that hungry. Uh, and, On and, that and, note, and, I've got to say, you did a good bit of crumpet yesterday, and I'm not being rude. <laughs> I could, I could go the wrong way. <laughs> have a good bit of crumpet. I think that's no. a good thing, yeah. <laughs> with avocado. Yeah, yeah, no, that was a bit yeah. of crumpet with avocado and a little bit of marmite. That was really yummy. Yeah, yeah and that, that worked well for me. And I've got another tip for you. Oh. Right. <laughs> Obviously, you know I love my peppermint tea. What I've started doing it, because I've been in a, in, a, in a big drink, what I've started doing, and I didn't realise that, I have about six a day. 
But what I've started doing is leaving the old tea bag in. So by the time I've on my fourth one, I've got four tea bags in my cup. So it'll get belted in the face. Yeah, well, yeah that's <laughs> you know, you like big swig, right. and the tea bags come uh, in the it, face. It's a more mature flavour, right? <laughs> but no, but this is my tip. So yesterday, right on my third, my third one. So I'm like two two bags in. Right, my third one. I thought I'm going to go with the licorice. Oh. Yeah, right. So I've got two old peppermint and a new licorice. I tell you what, it was brilliant, and uh, uh, I think that's a new thing for me. Are we getting old? <laughs> Do you think we're getting old? I don't, know. I don't I, know, but I don't honestly, remember look, our, our courtship ever starting with talking no. about old tea bags and a bit of crumpet. Yeah, but <laughs> I think it was like a couple of weeks ago when I uh, and I was drinking trying to get the last bit and I got a tea bag. Right, <laughs> it's, it's yeah, slapped me in the face and then dripped all down. Right, and then and then right, someone came. We had a delivery. Oh. I went to the door and they had all this like tea bag juice and oh, that like is so tea bag juice like uh, all down all down the front. Yeah, but anyway. anyway uh, Food yeah. diaries. And it's how the best way. It is. It's the best it, way to, to I guess, to plot. It's amazing. The yeah, but also, uh, and I remember when I've done this with loads of people and they brought the food diaries to us, and I was like, okay. Right. And we always said, do it for two weeks because that gives you a good indication because some weeks are different to others. Two weeks. And sometimes it's to people, right? So you had nothing to drink then that week, did you? <laughs> right? And, and, they, and all they do is put the food on it. Right? And I'm like, yeah. Oh, well, I might have had a couple of bottles of wine. Calories. Yeah, you, true, yeah, true, yeah, true, true, true. Uh, uh, yes, you need to so anyway. food. Di- so, so emotional eating. Like, if I was going to yeah. summarise the things that could potentially trigger emotional eating, that would be needing to feel comfort. Because if obviously if you were given treats of chocolate when you were a kid and you're feeling sad or you're feeling lonely or you're feeling down, then that might be your go-to. If you're feeling that you've not achieved very much, you know, you've got low self-esteem, then again, it can sort of fill in those gaps there. Um, broken heart, grief, um, not being busy enough, not being busy enough, and then and then emulating. I think people forget that that yeah. quite often we will copy parents' eating patterns to have a connection, and that can go on into friendships. Actually, well, the fact, I mean, let's be honest. Up until the age of what fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. We eat what our parents give us, mm-hmm. right? And if our parents are giving us the wrong foods because they're eating the wrong foods, then we will be the same. Mm-hmm. But also for some people that, you know, the only connection, and, and I'm thinking about somebody again here in clinic, and I've heard this more than once too, where being on a diet consistently, because the mum's on a diet as well, it kind of gives them a commonality, something to talk about. So they kind of yeah. do this journey together. But that journey is that roller coaster of... of you know, sort of overeating and then trying to be good and overeating. And the thing is, we shouldn't beat ourselves up either because, I, you know, food is there to be enjoyed. Food is, you know, it's so it's such a part of family. It's such a part of being social and, and hanging out with friends. And I think it's amazing. And you know me, I'm a feeder. I love food. But what I do with the, having done the food diary is look for healthier alternatives. You know, because you know, you, you know what I'm like. I'll, well, I'll key, always look the, for a healthy way. The key way. to this is obviously... Doing the food diary, yeah. but also giving yourself a day off. Uh, and from when we first met, we always said, right, okay, we will have a cheat day. And, and on that day, we can eat whatever we want without any problems. And uh, it served as well for the last... But what, what I like about what? that, Nick, is that, you know, deprivation is probably one of the biggest sort of saboteurs as well in that if you say, I can't, I can't, I can't, then you just obsess about it. Whereas what I love about our process is that I'll see something and I'll go, oh gosh, that looks really yummy. And I don't say I can't, I'll just go, oh, I'm going to have that on my cheat day. And then it kind of, it just takes that passion 
power away from that. But 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 realistically, moving forward, and how do you fix emotional eating is number one understanding. You know, what emotion is it that's triggering it? And then once you've got your food diary and you can see the kind of things that do sabotage your success, there's two things you can do. You can either look for healthier alternatives and then obviously drinking loads of water, keeping hydrated is is imperative. The key. Yeah, key to it. To because it all. The, the sort of messenger in the brain that tells you whether you're thirsty or hungry is kind of the same. So you, that's why a lot of people think that they're hungry, but actually they're actually thirsty. So, you know, until you deal with those emotional triggers that are sort of making you emotionally eat, then, you know, the moment you feel hungry, don't go for it. But first, dr- make yourself drink a full glass of water. Um, so many people are walking around dehydrated. They are. And I've got to say, I mean, we drink gallons, don't we? I mean, literally loads of but, water. Loads but you know, of tea. And fu- as I've learned with your, with your new sneaky version of your of your triple tea bag, I'm going to try oh, that. Oh, honestly, mix. it's great. Yeah, nice. uh, but as you know, the, the, the real formula, because for you know, we've been told six, eight glasses a day, uh, it's 0.6 of an ounce of water for every pound of body weight that you have, uh, just to be hydrated. And, and why would you not want that? But also, why would you not want that? Well, exactly, because you, who wants to be shriveled? You want it, you want oh, to keep well, plump. Yeah, but when people get plump. old, they just dry out like sponges. <laughs> a dry, it's a crispy sponge. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so drinking loads is a, is a really good thing. As is sleep. And then obviously creating. If you're if you're eating to feel better, then you've got to try other things to, to feel you better. You know what? It's a long time since I've done a food diary. I think I'm going to do one. Oh, yeah. Should yeah. We, should we do one? Should again? we do it? Do you know what? Why not? Yeah. I'd like to do one because I'm not, don't like you said, it's been so many years since it's It's amazing. The things that you put in your mouth and you just forget all about <laughs> isn't it yeah people don't you like yeah. what are you laughing at nothing why are you laughing Eva no because no, I don't I, know whether you're being a bit no no I'm not no you always take things into the gutter no I'm just saying that when people <laughs> say right they don't put down the things that they've that they've had to drink they don't put down the snacks all these things we put so much in our mouth and forget about it and we go I don't know why I put weight on I just don't know why well because you're not writing it down no, that's right well, we should do it let's do it as well it does. It does make you makes you accountable, and I suppose. And the, the great thing is, as well with the food diary, is if you write it down and you want to cut some things out that you that you know are bad for you, right? Use that food diary as your shopping list, right? Just take things off because don't buy that stuff. Because the thing is, you know, and, and you're abandoned for this, right? You'll buy stuff because you know I like the occasional salty treat, right? You'll <laughs> buy things, uh, and they're in the cupboard. And I'm like, I don't want to eat them. I'd rather not have them in the house. But when I see them, I'm like. Oh, go on then. Just to be so Yes, simple. yeah, so, so you know, if I ever put weight on, which, which actually I don't because I'm super fit and all that, but <laughs> but but if I do, it's your fault. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Have you ever heard of accept responsibility? Yeah, all right, no, I'm only joking. Um, and then the final thing that yeah, I on, think that? That, that is really important to sort of stop you from emotion, or to kind of, until you've dealt with that emotion, but to fill that void of happiness, but if that's what you're eating for, or to feel happier, is to do other things that are going to make you feel happier. And it's amazing how many triggers or external things there are that we've got power over that we can help ourselves to feel better with so whether that's you know doing some meditation whether that's singing dancing laughing remembering sort of old funny memories um, and hugging I mean hugging is one of my faves because obviously if you it's got to be a hug and hold though hasn't it you've got to hug and hold to release some oxytocin and some really good feel yeah feel you've just got to get but you need practice on that because if you do a hold just for the right amount of time just to get the oxytocin but not too long and then it don't become creepy <laughs> right there's there's, there's yeah. just there's a pivotal point on that of just doing it the right 
the right time. So hug and hug, yeah. don't be creepy, is the way forward. That's the, that's the one. Yeah, and, and, and jokes, let's not forget jokes. Well, unless you're telling them. Yeah, all right. I think we'll leave it there, Nick. Okay, <laughs> for today. Go on then. We'll be back again next week, but in the meantime, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to it right now. And we'd love it if you'd leave us a rating and a review. Or get in touch with us on Facebook, The Speakman's Official. Our Instagram is at The Speakman's. Or on Twitter, we're The Underscore Speakman's. So what would you like us to talk you through? Is there a big change that you've had perhaps recently in your life? We'd be really keen to hear from you. Um, just leave us to say thank you to our producer, Anushka Tate, for Orion Publishing Limited. And thank you so much to you for listening. So until next time, keep making the change. Bye. This podcast is not a substitute for medical or psychological intervention, nor is the content intended to replace therapy or medical help or advice. We would therefore always strongly encourage you to speak with your doctor or health professional about how you are feeling and also to inquire about counselling or therapy. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.